He was a hero of the Civil War who saved Washington, D.C. from invasion. He was also a governor and diplomat. Yet he's mostly remembered for writing the best-selling American book of the 1800s. Hello, this is Stephen Yoder with the sixth episode of Abbreviated Bios. Lou Wallace was born to David and Esther Wallace on April 10, 1827. He attended a private academy in Centerville, Indiana until age 16. His father was elected governor of Indiana a few years later and the Matt family moved to Indianapolis where Lou began studying law. Lou served in the Mexican War and then set up a law practice in Covington, Indiana. He married Susan Elkins in 1852. They would have one son named Henry and their marriage would last 53 years. Wallace rejoined the military after the Confederate attack on Fort Sumter in 1861. He was given command of the 11th Indiana Volunteer Infantry Regiment. By early 1862, Wallace was in charge of the 3rd Division. At the Battle of Fort Donelson, Wallace led a counterattack that helped capture the fort. He was promoted to Major General, the youngest in the Army at age 34. It was pretty easy to get promoted fast uh, in the Civil War if you accomplished something. Uh, Wallace later said, My greatest personal satisfaction was due to the discovery that in the confusion and feverish excitement of real battle, I could think. At the Battle of Shiloh in April 1862, Wallace's division did not show up on the first day due to confusion about his orders. On the second day, however, his troops flanked the left of the Confederate line, hoping to win the battle. After the battle, however, Wallace was blamed for not getting his division their first, there the first day, which was nearly disastrous for Grant's army. General Halleck would relieve Wallace of command and put him into reserve. Wallace remained bitter about being blamed for the problems at Shiloh to the end of his life. However, his service was not yet done. Abraham Lincoln gave Wallace a new command in March of 1864. In July, he led his outnumbered forces in preventing Confederates from capturing the capital at the Battle of Monocacy. After the war ended, Wallace was second in command of the commission that investigated the assassination of Lincoln, and then later became the head of the commission that tried Henry Wirtz for war crimes at the Andersonville prison. Wirtz would later be sentenced to hang. In 1876, Wallace took a life-changing train ride. On it, he struck up a conversation with fellow Civil War veteran Robert Ingersoll, the most, famia, the most famous agnostic of his age. Ingersoll made his best case against Christianity to Wallace. It left Wallace in a confusion of mind unlike dazement. Wallace had always been indifferent to Christianity. Ingersoll's argument, though, spurred him to investigate the claims of Christianity. By the end of the investigation, Wallace was completely convinced of the divinity of Christ. Ingersoll later disputed this whole conversation. But since it's a good story, everybody's dead. As was, has been said before, when the fact becomes legend, just print the legend. 
According to Wallace, this conversion led him to write his best-selling novel, Ben-Hur, about a Jew, Judah Ben-Hur, who after suffering much by the Romans would have an encounter with Christ. Ben-Hur became the best-selling American novel of the 1800s and made Wallace a wealthy man. During this time period, Wallace also served as governor of New Mexico Territory, and he later became the minister of the Ottoman minister to the Ottoman Empire. Wallace would write other novels, but Ben-Hur is still his best known work. At the outset of the Spanish-American War in 1898, Wallace volunteered to serve, but he was turned down because he was 71 years old at that time. He died on February 15, 1905 of stomach cancer. His novel, his novel, Ben-Hur, is still in print and it's been made into a movie three times. The second time in 1959, it was named Best Picture of the Year by the Academy Awards, uh, back when the Academy Awards actually meant something. Some of the info for this podcast came from the website uh, of the Lou Wallace Study and Museum at benhur.com. Thank you for listening, and if you found it useful, uh, please share with others on Spotify and other podcast stations.